I'm ready to begin this beautiful program. Our title tonight is Let's Begin Again, and I 110% support that. <laughs> so I just want to not pick your brains, but just ask um, Craig, what do you feel for tonight that um, each of us can learn or expand on? And then I'll ask that question for Renee also. I see the new beginning. Uh, the new beginning that we are uh, discussing tonight is just merely being drawn into the divine presence and that, that recognizing mm -hmm. God's presence is love and that we can make that love our life's expression and communicate it wherever we roam. Well, I will join you, brother. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And Renee, what is your thought for tonight? Let's begin again. I would continue to add on to what Craig was saying, because that was so beautiful. It is. It's about can we listen and look more deeply to live more in the present moment and live in the present. So that is my That's prayer beautiful. for everyone on the call, is to just open your heart and receive the present that's all around us. Uh, you're kind of going in the area I'm venturing in in part of my talk tonight, so... I'm looking forward to it. I think we're in one accord here as each of you join us tonight. Craig, could I ask you to open with prayer, devotion, and let's begin. Let's begin again, as the scripture says. Yeah. Well, I'd like to start with a prayer, and it was composed by Simeon, the new theologian, with a 10th century Byzantine saint. And I'd like to start with his prayer called We Awaken in Christ's Body, and then I'll add some of my own reflection on that. Okay. First, Vivian's prayer. We awaken in Christ's body as Christ awakens our body. And my poor hand is Christ. He enters my foot and is infinitely me. I move my hand and wonderfully my hand becomes Christ because all of him, for God is indivisibly whole, he must in his Godhood. I move my foot, and at once he appears like a flash of lightning. Do my words seem blasphemous? Then open your heart to him, and let yourself receive the one who is opening to you so deeply. For if we genuinely love him, we wake up inside Christ's body. For all our body, all over, every most hidden part of it is realized enjoy as him and he makes us utterly real and everything that is hurt everything that seems to us dark harsh shameful maimed ugly irreparably damaged is in him transformed and we recognize as whole as lovely and radiant in his life he awakens as the beloved in every last part of our body and that's Indian's prayer. And reflecting on that, I'd just like to add, I pray that we all reawaken in the body of the divine presence. May the Holy Spirit descend upon us tonight and flow through our bodies and out into the world and all creation. May our feet, feet, hands, face, brain, nervous system, and internal organs become radiant with infinite love. Let us become agents of healing for the spirit, mind, and body of each being in 
are angels, we are filled with the joyful light of God. We can impart that light with no effort, since it is the Sovereign Lord who is filling us incessantly with an overabundance of love. God wants us to be happy and complete. Let us align ourselves to his will and grow deeper in his presence. Amen. Amen. What a thoughtful prayer that is, Craig. I've never heard that prayer that you mentioned. And who was the author of that again? That Simeon, the new theologian, he was a saint in the Eastern Orthodox tradition. I'd never heard of him before, but I just snooping around on the internet. I found this, and that was seemed good for time. I'm so happy you were snooping around. As long as you didn't check me out, that's good. <laughs> so thank you very much, Craig. But you know, the theme is, again tonight, let's begin again. And again, we just want to wish Darlene uh, prayers, blessings, and I'll pray for her at the end of the program. But just put her in your intentions as we go through tonight, because we all need healing in one way or the other. And Sometimes it's very important we center our prayers on an individual to raise them up, give them the love, the energy that's needed. And her presence is missing tonight, and I feel that personally myself. So, but it, we're so privileged to have Monk Renee with us. But you know, when we capture the theme, let's begin again. Where does that take you? Where does where does that begin for you? Is that the first of the year? Is that a beginning of a new relationship? a new job, or maybe trying God again in a sense of your relationship with God. There's multiple opportunities of choosing individually in our lives and how we can start anew, begin anew. And to me, what my rendition of that, being a, a, a person of joy in a sense, that in the mornings I start my prayers with a prayer of forgiveness of just God, I'm sorry for missing the mark. I just want to be open to the new today and recognize when it shows up, clear my vision so actually I can see. And as my daily devotional, you know, as a prayer person, I do choose to have, quote, communion because I'm choosing the center of my life on the Christed one, the Christ consciousness. And I know that as heaven, I started that back in in last March when the pandemic started, and I just made a commitment for that. And it does help center me into that place of remembrance. And then I can apply that to any, I call it relationship, opportunity to grow, all those things. Is if my thoughts, my patterns, my habits are aligned first with God, the scripture says, everything else would be added. And then it takes the pressure off of me, even though today I felt pressure, lots of pressure. And it's like, because there were so many, quote, activities going on in my world that I had to stop and remember who God was again because I picked up where I think God left off because <laughs> I couldn't take my hands off situations. So and I don't know how that applies to you in your, in your relationships, in your home, in your workplace those challenges that come our way that we can actually pause and then the Course of Miracles says choose once again. And I love that phrase. Mm -hmm. I've read the Course, what, 10, 20 years ago and that phrase always seems to pop in my brain every now and then. And it really helped me center in on 
that one place that I know that I know that I know God is. So with that said, <laughs> Craig, what is your rendition of maybe a scripture quote that jumped out at you in preparing for tonight that maybe we can have a conversation around? Okay. Well, one that, that popped out for me was Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And I'll read it. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus, the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the word to himself in Christ, world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he was committed that he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, and though God, we were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God make him who has had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And why that jumps out at me is because in Christ, in Christ, Christ consciousness, the old is gone. It's we're, we're, it's forever re- renewing, constant spiritual renewal. And that's how I sense it. You know, I, I, I don't see new beginnings started on January 1st, but it's like every, every day, every moment. And what's key in this is that the word reconciliation. So a few years ago, I started to renew my practice in the Catholic Church, and I found out that they had changed the name of confession to reconciliation. And mm. I, I really like that because, you know, I have an accounting background, and in accounting, you're always reconciling ledgers. Uh, <laughs> the book. I thought, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, well, reconciling, what does that mean in accounting language? It means, well, bringing things to balance, bringing things into balance and making things whole. And I saw that the sacrament of reconciling to God is also getting rid of those errors, getting rid of whatever makes us out of balance and bringing, bringing us into wholeness. Uh, God. Well, that reconciliation does strike a core with me personally. It's a reconciler, the, the balance sheet, make sure it balances. So something has to give. Something has, I thought, be erased in a sense or added to in order to reconcile that. And even in my morning ritual prayer habits, to me, it's about reconciling my day yesterday and starting anew today. But I I need help with all of that. (laughs) And it's a part of the, I call it the divine flow for me, the Holy Spirit's work that propels me or pushes me in that direction. Because sometimes I don't want to go there. I don't know about you and your prayer life or your devotion, but sometimes it's a little hard to get centered in and stepping into that beautiful place that we all know is, for me, heaven or peace on earth. Now, Renee, what does that, how does that speak to you about, call it reconciliation, or how do you position yourself as a working woman in downtown Chicago? Well, in the morning, it's great that you mentioned how you start your day because that's one of the things I do is, I start my day with thank you, God. And I thank God for this day. 
because there will never be another one quite like this. Each day is mm. new. Each day I have a new opportunity to choose peace, to choose joy, you know, to choose love, to choose gratitude. But every day I wake up, I'm new and I'm refreshed. And at the end of the day, after a long day, it's when I own when where I kind of missed the mark, you know, where maybe I was short or snarky with someone. And I own yeah. that and I have to look deep within and say, Hey, what do you think what was that about, God? Show me. And how do I then make reconciliation with that person? You know, if I didn't mm. do it in that moment to kind of circle back. But it is every day, you know, as Craig was saying and what you're saying is every day we have that opportunity to reconcile and come closer to God and choose. It's a choice we all have to make. Wow. I love those words, Renee, and also your positioning of, I call it, your your own personal checks in the balance of if we miss the mark during the day, how do we reconcile that first with God and then if we need to do that for a person or do it in the spirit. But it really does help us cleanse us and stay positioned in that. So maybe a question Mm -hmm. that I asked everyone here listening to this call is what part of the day that you got caught in that you need to reconcile or you need to or you want to begin again if I could take back some words I said or a remark I made or just the attitude of shunning someone when I could have been more generous with my love you know these are questions or proposed questions or invitations just to reflect on your day now you know because sometimes we forget to and I'm very 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 happy that you're on the call tonight because I think together we can actually reconcile as a group, start mm-hmm. afresh for tomorrow morning. Because it, to me, it's that inspirational moment that between God and I are one. And I really want that relationship to grow in 2021. Mm-hmm. So one of the scripture quotes that not flew off of me, I didn't go snooping around the <laughs> Google. I actually found it in the scripture <laughs> where it says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's Joshua 1 9. And I love the, this paragraph, this scripture, because it positions me that wherever I go, God is present. And so if I can connect, if I can connect the dot in my spirit or in my mind to I need God's resources, I need God's wisdom. I need God's forgiveness. I need God's healing. For whatever situation you're faced up against, starting tomorrow, we can apply that principle, just that knowing that God is with us and hasn't forsaken us. So there really is an opportunity for each of us as who walk in the light of Christ, who walk in this divine energy, that we really learn how to and position ourselves to tap into that glorious uh, space of love. So, Craig, what other scripture or poem or quote that came in to to reconcile for tonight? There's something from Isaiah that struck me. It's Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 through 19. And it goes as follows. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now, brings up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. 
The wild animals honor me, the jackals and owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams and the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I form for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. And mm. this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, that the feeling in a, a constant state of a transition and that the Lord is is always making a new thing. He is always bringing up with gifts for us, you know, with water and the wilderness. And, and so I, I just saw this as, you know, as just a, a, a way of expressing that. And that, that he would he would form us when he says at the at the at the end, uh, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. And one of the way I can reconcile to the divine and one of the ways that I can uh, you know, feel the presence is I simply praise and that's what I, I often was like my, my first impulse, you know, my first spiritual impulse I I think from uh from youth, you know, was like I don't know how to relate to, to God but I can praise I can praise him. And uh so that so this just struck me. One of the new things that kind of came to, to my life, that came up in my life, uh, something that I was able to, to deal with that appeared to be impossible, you know, an experience that, you know, the God's light shined on and, uh, and helped me overcome was that uh, when I was very young, when I was a young child, I had difficulty with my father. He was mentally ill. And when I was 11, he, he took his own life. And I was, you know, suffering during that time and, you know, felt cut off from him. And, you know, my mother became an alcoholic soon thereafter. So that it was like a dysfunctionality in, in the home. And I, I ended yeah. up kind of hating, hating my father. But then I, I couldn't even look at a picture of him. But, uh, wow. the newness, you know, uh, by through counseling and, uh, you know, I, I became involved in the spiritual program of AA. And it just helped me move through my resentment. And, mm. you know, it's, and something that was, I thought was impossible to overcome this reaction to my father took place that were, now I feel reconciled to his memory. And I, I feel loved and I feel like he did the best he could. And, you know, now I have a photograph of him on my bookshelf and I just love looking at it. So, uh, you know, this was, you know, some, a transformation that took place in me through God's grace. Well, that's an incredible story, Craig, of sharing about your father and that he took his life and, you know, kind of left you and your mom, I don't know if you had brothers or sisters, that kind of fending for yourself. And then your mom was incapacitated to support you on that journey, too. So the, the power of forgiveness, number one, and also you're challenging your own beliefs, let's use that term, and seeking out counseling to help break down the resistance or the fear or the anger, whatever form that was, that, that was chosen to block your memory of your dad, <laughs> maybe even the power of forgiveness. I'm just reflecting on the power of the Holy Spirit in that reconciliation. And also then the, the triumph of you having a picture of him on your desk. That speaks volumes of the work of the Spirit. And let's begin again. That's a perfect example of taking something that was so devastating 
and bringing it into the light and allowing that light now to shine in a different way, in a positive form. And that is my hope for each one on this phone call, is that we as a collective group can join together in prayer and raise this vibration. Any place that we're either stuck in or have a problem with forgiveness, it's an invitation to begin to let go, to allow the Holy Spirit, your angels, the saints, your spiritual guides, that can really assist us in stepping into this light that we all desire. Another maybe word for that light is freedom. And if we have the freedom of the spirit or the peace that passes all understanding, that to me, that's the hook. That's the place I think we all want to go. But we can do that in a collective way and then also our individual walk. And to me, that's empowering. And you have a, a brilliant spirit within you. I have that. And if we join together, the scripture says two or more, now it becomes a powerhouse. And we can break free quicker in our resistance or people's resistance to us. So we actually are beautifully positioning ourselves, you know, at the end of this program to pray for one another. And I just already sense the Holy Spirit, the angels doing her work, their work on our behalf. You know, I was reading this morning part of my devotional, Joshua Mills, and the exact concept you brought up, Craig, reflects on one highlight that I had circled, and I'd just like to reach, uh, read that, and said, I've noticed that signs doesn't necessarily come to those who search for them, but appear unannounced around us daily. They must be noticed. And what spoke values to me here is, when I'm in a tizzy, when I'm doing my thing and I'm busy, I don't pay attention to the small details. And it's only when we stumble upon them and go, oh, my God, this is God. And it's like, yes. I remember having a conversation last week with a, a gentleman, and he mentioned that he says, I think you're speaking of your, your lower self, but not your higher self. And it's like, wow, really? Okay. You know, I took it for what it was. And then actually today I heard that same experience that someone said to me. And I went, there's that sign. It's subtle. I could have over, overlooked that. And I go, I'm going to have to work on that. Something inside of me illuminated because it matched. And it's out of the blue. So don't know if those words, any words that we have spoken so far or will, that will actually connect to that for you. That says, the Holy Spirit's working here. Or the angels are working on your behalf. Just getting your attention, my attention. So, Renee, how can you relate to Craig's experience with his father or that reading, a jewel that came up for you? Well, actually, that was one of the readings that, that Craig read that I pulled in preparation for tonight. Really? Because to me, it just, yeah, it speaks volumes. You know, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And... When I read that, it just reminds me, it is that call to go deeper, to look within, yeah. and where are those relationships that we're struggling with? And to have God show me, how do I show me that relationship? How do I reconcile that? For me, it's, it's my mother. She was just recently, she's recuperating now, but she was COVID positive, and wow. she and I have a difficult relationship. And in that moment, wow. I, I did. I, I asked God, show me how do I move beyond or step beyond the difficulty of that relationship to 
speak with her and calm her and soothe her and, and, and be there in spirit because I can't be there in person because of that yeah. diagnosis. But, but that's what spoke to me is I had to go deeper within and I had to ask for help. How do I move beyond that? Mm. And be able to be with her in that place in spirit and talk to her over the phone. And so for me, that's what comes up when I, when I read this. I make all things new, but I believe that we're wow. all called to go deeper. We're all called to take a look at whether like just a relationship, a job, where it is that, wherever it is that we're struggling, we're all called to go to a deeper level. You know, sometimes it's time to let go of the old that old mm. place and what's not working anymore that's really what i think too we're having to ask people to do is in your life what's not working mm. well, where are you out of alignment yeah well that's profound renee and isn't it coincidental he had the father disproportionate you have the mother i'm mm-hmm. i'm amazed by the contrast but also the similarities And what you brought up, Renee, really does apply to each of us because we do have areas that we disagree with, whether it's a family member, a padre, (laughs) a monk ordained, uh, an extra neighbor, wherever we can find a disagreement. And if we hold on to that thought, let's use that, it becomes more of a mass. And then all of a sudden it becomes a block and we can't really see or feel our way through. And your experience just this year with your mom, you had to choose once again. It's like, okay, I got to break through whatever this is and still extend the love of God because ultimately that's the goal here. And sometimes we don't have it in us. (laughs) That's why we need to ask for help, you know, by the angels, the Holy Spirit, our friends, just to talk it through and step beyond our limitations. Let's begin again in the spirit. The scripture talks about we need to die to self. And don't remind me how many times we have to do that. <laughs> you know, the scripture mm-hmm. talks about forgive. And they say, well, how many times do we yeah. have to forgive? 70 times 7, which is that yeah. infinity. <laughs> and it's like, ay, ay, ay. Well, I did that maybe twice today. <laughs> infinity. <laughs> and still, then I still need to fill up. And that's why I complimented Catherine so much in our previous prayers. And if you're on this teleclass and you don't come on early, 15 minutes before, we do have these special prayers. And to me, they just set us up. Ron Roth always says, prayer is setting a trap to catch the thoughts of God. And for me, that's what it did for me. I caught God in all these words from the many traditions, but it was so rich for me. And I'm getting excited about what the Holy Spirit is teaching us tonight because um, it's applicable to every single life. We can just say, oh, that's nice. I'm glad you did it, but I don't have to. Well, remember that little saying that says, look for the little things because it's going to show up. And then it's that little knock on our heart that says, yoo-hoo, maybe it's time to change something new. And I think that's going to be a, an amazing grace for this week for all of us if we apply that simple principle. There's another scripture quote, Ecclesiastes 3.11, which says, he has made everything beautiful in time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. Isn't that an incredible? He put in mm. eternal eternity yeah. in our hearts. 
that alone, how do you reflect that? How do you comprehend that? And now it, it tells me how I reflect on that is the, that is so big. I need help knowing that or experiencing that. And you think that we might unfold that all at once? I think when we pass through the veil, we will see it in its entirety. But right now, as the more we be open to the new beginnings, that beginnings again, when we reconcile, when we let go, a little bit more of the peace of God, the reconciliation of God, eternity will come forth. Then we can bless those brothers. Craig, how do you see this passage in your life? Well, first of all, it's mind-boggling because uh, <laughs> yeah. God has given us this gift. You know, the divine already has set his presence as, as a fire burning in our hearts, whether we mm. recognize uh, it or we can't fathom it. So if you're like me and I, I'm kind of lazy, so it's like, oh, well, I don't get it. So I'll just, you know, I'll ignore everything. <laughs> but <laughs> if, we're, if we're attentive to it, and I'm becoming more attentive to it that God's God's presence within me. I notice that okay, well, you know, I feel this presence and you know, there there are billions of people in the world and everybody has their own path. So everybody has their own way of stepping into this eternity, into this fire that God has set in into our hearts. And I find personally that I can step into this fire, into this, you know, the sense of eternity by participating in worship and, and prayer. And I become closer to God as I, as through His grace, is Her grace, I drop my old beliefs and, and habits that prevent this awareness. Once again, it seems like I'm getting back to that reconciliation thing. So it's <laughs> dropping some things that are, that are are correct, so I become, you know, reconciled to God, become balanced and full. You know, what you're speaking of, Craig, you know, I see the correlation is by the circle. We just, you know, we're human beings. <laughs> we have our habits, our abilities, but yet we do have a time to choose in this flow called life like today. And when you can see this pathway, <laughs> we're heading, you go, oh, no, here's, here comes trouble or whatever it is that we can actually pause and allow eternity to shine light on it. So we don't have to carry that burden. But I really believe it's it's a part of our choice. Even in reading this morning, the same passage, right below it says, your perceived ideas about how, how God should appear can sometimes keep you blinded. And I, it, that was very thought-provoking for me today, is how perceived ideas can blind, keep us blind from what God wants to appear to us. And it's like, okay, another term might say, what's my blind spot? What's my rote? I, did it, I do it always this way. Or, oh, there's that person. And I keep the judgment there instead of saying, God, what do you see? Angels, what do you see? And to me, that's a tender opening to opening our heart to let eternity come through. But, you know, it's not always easy, especially if we get tripped, <laughs> tripped or tricked into something we didn't want to do or felt obligated to do, that we choose our old self to do the do instead of allowing the spirit behind it to grow us. 
and to expand that. And, but I believe this is a very positive group that wants the challenge, wants the ability, wants the invitation to step into, I call it the light of God, the consciousness, the Christ consciousness, and do the right thing. Even though right things might not be done to you or to me, but we can choose something different. And that's what Renee did. This is what Craig did. That's what you're doing. Uh, we get to choose once again. And, and that has such a power behind it that actually can reconcile each of us to that glorious light. Now, Renee, what burns in mm -hmm. your heart or how do you take this passage and maybe apply it to what your world is like, your fabulous world in Chicago? <laughs> you know, when you just said the thing about the blind spot, I remember one yeah. retreat. We were all asked to look at our blind spots. Mm. What were they? And how were they getting in the way of the choices that we made and how they could take us really far off our path? And then how do we come back into alignment? And I just remember that because there were some things that you get in a rut or like you were saying, you know, maybe it's just hard to forgive somebody. And, yeah. and sometimes that can be kind of rote. So how do we, how do create, how do we create within us that pure heart? When I've heard you say that before, you know, creating us a pure heart, one that is yeah. open, one that can ask for help and say, Hey, I need help in this moment. It's, it's easy to go down the path of judgment or being critical oh, yeah. of ourselves, mm -hmm. of others, but yep. I think mostly of ourselves. I think we're hardest on ourselves. And then I think yeah. that becomes, that gets in the way. That could be a blind spot of that prevents us from seeing God and what God can do for us in our life or how God wants to appear. Yeah, I agree with that. I have a tendency for both because I have this preconceived mm -hmm. idea. If I do this, 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 then I'm sure God will show up because yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. my dad. And I ask him to show up so mm -hmm. uh, he better. <laughs> I just count on him and I can blame him if he doesn't. But it was never his impression. I never invited him into that situation. It was more I asked, in a sense, or maybe used a very subtle word of I commanded. I expect you to be there. And it surely yeah. sounds like love, doesn't it? <laughs> but love is the carrier of the <laughs> message. So, so you shouldn't be doing that, Renee, at all. <laughs> we'll let you know. Well, and I know. think, too, it, it puts limits then on how, I think, too, when, I, when you were saying that, I thought, oh. You know, if I only see God as Bishop Dana talks about, you know, if I only see God as this white-haired old man, then yeah. how I have limited the divine versus just checking in and say, show me, who are you? Show me, mm. how are you going to, how will you show up in my life? And that yeah. I think is, is key. Is can we look at our blind spots? Are we critical of ourselves? Do we not feel worthy? Because I think that gets, also gets in the way of being able to receive Oh, you know, that, that eternity in the human heart. Mm, wow. I think I can speak for both Renee and Craig as our expectation or what we see in each of you on the call. We all have this capacity to go beyond our limitations with the spirit. And if I can invite you to take another step tonight, tomorrow, this whole week, next week, is make the commitment just, just one more step beyond our fear and see what door opens up because I really believe that the, the challenge is there, the invitation is there, but also the spirit is so, so willing. Like it said, eternity is within our heart. 
So our yeah. response to God's ability is invite, have this invitation to grow. This weekend, during my prayer time, I asked God this huge, I don't call it favor. I asked, I invited him in. I said, break my heart so I can open up more to your compassion, to your healing for others. And you know how God answers these beautiful prayers? <laughs> Brings in something that will break my heart. And it's like, well, I didn't know it was going to happen that way. <laughs> I just thought he, his magic finger would come and slowly just open up the heart and all these butterflies would fly out. And I'm ready. <laughs> Did it happen? <laughs> the reality was, it's like, the Mac attack happened. And it's like, oh, my God. And, and for me, where I went to then is my sometimes self-worth overrides what I believe God says that I am, meaning I can be self-absorbed. I can criticize myself. I shouldn't have done that. You know, all these shouldas. And I have to help my spirit get out of that place, which means break my heart so I can agree with God and affirm what God believes about me instead of what I erred on, I judged on, all those things. Because for me, if I ask for forgiveness, then it's wiped away. It goes into eternity. That's my agreement with God. And so I had to then sit this morning and dig out of the hole that I put myself in, in a sense. And yet, and then I could rise above, and it's like this peace that passes on and saying, that's my eternity. That's what I want, and I want to walk in. And my next step in all of that is to then allow that eternity, that atmosphere, to now affect those who are walking beside me or who's in the same room or in the same city. We, we are a powerful being in Christ. And if we can tap into, I call it his resurrection power, not us, but it's the Holy Spirit's work, that it can stand beyond my simple understanding and or limitations by the body. So I'm going deeper, and I want God to continue to use me in that. If I empty, then his spirit can fill me more. And to be a blessing to others, because ultimately that's my passion. I think that's celebrating life's passion is to heal the hurt to forgive beyond measure, to step in and allow grace to heal your, your bones, your marrow, your, your brain, the cancer, whatever situation, your knees, your legs, your ankles. We're doing all the body parts tonight. <laughs> that we really, yeah. there's an effective tool, and that's God's presence. And if we open that door, we can, let's begin again. And we get to choose that tonight, so. Renee, do you have wow. a, a scripture quote or a, a thought you'd like to share with us? I, I do. I have one I'd like to share. It is from John chapter 14. And it says, anyone, this is Jesus, anyone who loves me will keep my word. And my father will love him and we shall come to him and make a home in him. Anyone wow. who does not love me does not keep my word. And the word that you hear is not my own. It is the word of the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while still with you. But a paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said to you. Peace I bequeath to you. My own peace I give you. A peace which the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. 
Do not let your heart be troubled or afraid. Wow. You know, how do we stop our hearts from being afraid? Exactly, yeah. How do we keep that flame within? People call that inner flame the Shekinah glory. What you're talking about, Padre, that peace that goes beyond all understanding, that indweller. Mm -hmm. How do we keep that light burning brightly in those times of fear? Yeah. I mean, we... We can get a we can get afraid of our <laughs> shadow, but there's so many other yeah. things to quote be afraid of in this world, in our families, those who are sick with COVID, or people who are dying naturally. Divorce is happening, finances are going, jobs not available, whatever it might be, and we tend to go to fear instead of faith. And so I want to plant the seed of invitation to trust what God plants in your heart tonight and I believe it's positive I believe it's a a hope and a dream for each of you because God says he wants to be our shepherd God wants to be he walks it says he walks beside us daily so if we can tap into that presence to that invitation to that promise then it's on him to manifest not us we just need to trust the process and then when these the assignments come when the blessings come, we can discover those little bitty things that went, ah, there's God. He's got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm going to mm-hmm. enter into that place. And that's a powerful statement yeah. that you read because it's a tr- spiritual truth. It's something that God promised us. And, and he promised mm-hmm. us good life. I mean, how much more do we need? Mm-hmm. So, Craig, how do you, do you have one more, whether it's a quote, a reading, a prophetic gift? You know, that comes forward. Well, I, I just like to say I, I love that scripture from John, and it was just about, you know, God making a, you know, a home inside of us. And, uh, mm. you know, I envisioned this, you know, this kind of uh, structure, you know, kind of this welcoming, welcoming habitation where God lives. Beautiful word. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah. John, the whole gospel of John, I, I just really love, but then also, what we're said about the uh, the Holy Spirit in that that passage is that that we're given the Holy Spirit is you know the Holy Spirit will teach us everything and there's so many gifts that mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit can can give us and give everybody and and we can communicate you know, that Spirit to others as prophets and and things tonight so yeah no, I just really like that that. Craig, you mentioned, I like to connect the dot, and because what you just stated about Renee's reading was, he wants to make our home in us. And then the mm-hmm. reading before was, eternity is in our heart. And then also the, yeah. the concept about he walks with us daily, he's near us. So the, and the other one that we didn't mention, but I think most of us know is, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So really, heaven resides within us. The temple, the eternity, the promise that he, God is making his home within us. I want that beauty, that love, that healing presence to flow out of me. And I believe that's our privilege our, to reconcile ourselves to open that door so the door will open for us. How to discover and honor the door, which is, I call it the Christ consciousness, but now that we can enter into, I call it the eternity of the heart that we really understand that we are being offered such a jewel and awareness. 
And if we can rise above our stuff, whatever that might be, our conditioning, our, our attitude, our bad habits, whatever they are, we can, let's begin again. Let's choose again and allow now grace to carry us to that place we all want to be. We all want to be home to the Heavenly Mother, the Heavenly Father. And I believe we've inched forward tonight into that presence and becoming aware of that, even in your household right now. You know, that atmosphere is changing. The atmosphere is beckoning with the angels now ascending and descending to, for the new assignments to take us to that different spiritual place, our spiritual home, which we call God. So yeah. I'd like to begin the prayer. I think I'm going to ask Craig first if you would offer prayer, and then I'll have Renee follow up, and I will then follow through for the rest of the evening. So, but Craig, could you offer prayers for our community now? Holy Spirit, Divine Mother, Divine Father, may you fill every being on this call tonight and every being in the universe with your healing, loving touch, your fire, your energy. May you transform our bodies into into vessels of of life that we may heal, heal others and communicate your love. May people turn their hearts, turn their minds towards your glorious presence. And may we also wish healing to uh, all who are suffering from COVID right now, that they may be restored and may everyone support them and to bring bring healing energy to them and all who are who are suffering upset. Amen. Amen. Beautiful Craig. Renee. Come Holy Spirit. In this moment fill the hearts of your faithful that are on this call with us, their family, their friends, their community. Fill their hearts with your presence and your love and that fire, that Shekinah glory that's deep within. Be with them, Divine Father, Mother God, as they ask you tonight, what is my next step? How do I move forward? Mm. Be with them, pray with them, sit with them, be with them tonight. And just pray for everyone on this call healing and restoration to all. Amen. Mm. I love that those prayers that are being offered and, you know, one word or saying that I'm reflecting on right now in my own prayer for each of you is that the fire of God, the fire of God, burn away any resistance we have to change, to fear, to sickness. Let that fire begin to burn in with within you. And I sense that is happening in the, the parts of the body that need healing, that a warmth or fire will be going to that place. But also even in our sleep time or tomorrow when we awaken and let's begin again, that this fire ignites in us. And it actually begins to allow eternity from within us to come outside of us and to begin to change the atmosphere, change the attitudes change the location, a new job. I just sent a new job. It was being offered or decided, but it has been decided. I'm just putting that out there now. And you see the, the flame of God says, we hire you. 
also the the idea of resting in the spirit and which means God has us. Sometimes we work so hard to do the stuff that we forget to invite him her into that relationship. So to me, that's why God puts us at rest. It says, sleep, my daughter, sleep, my son, and then allow that regeneration to happen. Because sometimes, and I believe that was part of the pandemic, part of our spiritual choices, just to allow rest to happen. Because we are on 24-7, you know, and all our electronics, and we don't know how to downsize. We don't know how to unplug. So one of the ways, and I've learned that two years ago, with being down with a a quad injury, which was a six-month process to a year, it just slowed me down, but it made me appreciate the time I had with God. And then those around me that I kind of ignored, they had to help me. So I had to allow that spirit to take over and lead instead of me. But that the fire of God's flame now, I just sense it's going to break down walls for each of us. Our resistance is just going to burn away. And we're going to go, oh, I used to do it this way. But now I like I like the freedom what I see now right here. And we get to engage the Holy Spirit tonight and offer that as a new beginning. We're just I pray for all those who have ailments bodily, emotionally, spiritually. If you just want to place one of your hands on your heart as a point of contact, as I just decree heaven here on earth. I command eternity to come forth and begin to spring up a well, you know, with new body parts, new organs and just decease of all diseases, inflammation, come Holy Spirit. The migraine headaches come, Holy Spirit. We just break the root right now. Set them free. Set her free. I see a person in their nightgown with their footies on, just sitting around the phone listening to this. The power of God, the presence of God is all over you. And I just say thank you, O Lord our God, for that rebaptism of fire. Glory, glory, glory. Let your healing presence those even listening in the bed. Come, Holy Spirit, let the fire of your love just consume it right now. Just consume it. And for your glory and honor and praise. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for President-elect Biden and Kamala Harris, our uh, vice president-to-be. We just bless their purpose in life to lead our country in such a glorious way that we rise above the chaos. Rise above the conflict and bring a peace that passes all understanding through their relationship with God. Thank you, O Lord, our God, for right standing, right believing, and positioning us for greater works of the kingdom of God here on earth. And I bless you as your Padre to rise up and heal in the name of the Father, in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Namaste, everyone.